prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indian Invasion. All right, welcome to Indian Invasion, guys. This is Eric with you, and hey, I got Mac here. What? We're back with some recording proper. What? As he's putting lip balm on That's my <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> lipstick so i'd kiss the microphone yeah this is us getting back into recording some content for you guys this is going along the line of our kind of our format change for the show where we're still doing the shorts we just changed the day but we stretched out our week a little bit so we can actually create more stuff during the week for you guys whether it's an unboxing video maybe an audio story or it actually allows us to get back to recording some proper nice us just blabbing about games right Mac? oh man yeah i suppose we could do that <laughs> i suppose we could do that you think you think uh we might maybe have that chance of running out of topics to talk about not as long as people keep writing new games no that's true that is true so yes this is our return to recording some stuff for you guys and uh well, I, I guess this is our intro. What we usually like to do is just run our mouths about whatever, what? right? So what have you been up to? What did you get into this past weekend? Well, I didn't really do too much this weekend. We had our, our uh, tabletop RPG game, our Palladium mm-hmm. game Friday. But I started working on um, a little solo custom scenario for the Drowned Earth. And for anybody that's been listening for a while when eden came out uh by happy games factory i really got into that game i thought it was really cool and then the game kind of disappeared fell apart whatever but the models were really cool at least the original ones were that they had made by taben models or taben minute taben miniatures and so i had a whole bunch of this one race called the bamaka and they were like this African tribe that was mutated because, you know, it's post-apocalyptic and they're so perfect for the drowned earth. I had a bunch of them painted up and I, I was like, oh yeah, I need to incorporate them. So I ordered a few of them from actually four more of them from um, an eBay store in college station, Texas. It's Deser miniatures, D-Z-U-R. Hmm. You can check okay. them out. They've got, they got a bunch of different stuff and they combine shipping. But um, so actually, I got the last one today, and I also got two new paint colors. Uh, they're both Reapers, and I got uh, Mint Green and Phantom Glow. And I got these mm. because my buddy that does a lot of my custom or my uh, commission painting stuff, Bob, he had he kept sending me models, and they would have this one kind of bluish green on them. And I kept going, man, that's a really good color. So I finally remembered to ask him what color okay. it was. And he couldn't remember, but it was one of these two. It was either Phantom Glow or Mint Green. So I got them both. Well, those sound like some normal names for paint, not like GW paints that are, uh, what are some of the names they have? Like- right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got Akellen Green and uh, yeah. uh, ter- Pteranodon Turquoise. And-, and it's like, what? Uh, did you hear stuff like that? I'm like, is red. that a is that a death metal band? What it's what red? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's red. So, but I haven't I haven't really gotten any games in though. I uh, haven't been able haven't had an opportunity to play anything. I have a table set up and ready to go for mm-hmm. my Drowned Earth game, but it's been sitting over there, sitting just waiting for you. Just just waiting. Uh, I got a few minis painted too, so well, post, I've posted some pics up over on Discord. I think Discord. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? That's good. Um, Well, I got a little bit of gaming in this weekend, but more along the lines of board gaming. Uh, That's okay. We like board games. Did some Railroad Inc. And some. uh, there's a board game that Mary kickstarted called uh, Calico, which is kind of a puzzle game. It's along the lines of like the Azul and Sagrada board games that are out there. it's, It's like a puzzle game. Right. And but it two games and by the end me and her were both exhausted we were tired our brains were so tired trying to solve oh, that puzzle which she likes that kind of game those games you know right right um it's not the type of game where it's like oh let's just go out and roll dice and kill each other or you know strategy wise where you have more of the like the come on games uh right not so much zombicide but you know what i'm saying where the you're strategizing uh, your units and stuff like that so got that done 
this weekend. And oh my God, my Kickstarters are starting to show up like gangbusters, man. Nice. So, I mean, just recently we, I posted up the, that quick unboxing of yep, the yep, Marvel X-Men. United. Yep. The X-Men one that I did split shipping. So I didn't have to wait to spring to get it, Ooh. even though people that were finding it on Amazon and getting it before me, <laughs> so right. it's just like, Ooh, right. Um, but I had uh, something I've been waiting, I think almost two years now, Car Wars. So I Has it been I, that long? I think it's been two years. I would have to go oh, look wow. back. I mean, COVID really set them back, I think, quite a bit. And wow, I got the maps. <laughs> I got the neoprene map for the game. <laughs> but I, I, we were just talking about before we started recording, the pledge level I went in because, of course, I had to... I, Oh, yeah. You were buying nostalgia. That's what you were doing. You were buying nostalgia. And because I don't want to be like after the fact, oh, I need that set that's got those cards, you know? So because I did that bigger pledge, I think it's more complicated. And I think Steve Jackson Games and a lot of the game companies that fulfill these Kickstarters, they it's such a large order to fulfill that I think they start at the easiest just to make room in the warehouse and just get it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I think I have a little bit of while before I get that big old box, but uh, I I don't really have anything uh, Kickstarter wise coming. I mean, I've got Uliah Chronicles for the drowned earth, which obviously I'm waiting for with bated breath because of my own miniature. I got to design for the game, but I think uh, the only other thing I'm waiting for is you went ahead and sucked me into the Wild West Zombicide just so I could get the get that did stuff. You, you finished your your pledge manager, right? Yeah, I, I did okay. mine right after we talked about it. So I, I got that one because there's a lot of cool models in there. And we like me and my kids like there's Zombicide, so many things so. I think we can use those models for. And that's oh, a, yeah. big, a big seller for me. I mean, I have already five Zombicide editions or whatever. Ugh, and I was yeah, kind of huh? like. I was kind of like, ah, do I need another one? But then I'm like, but yeah. they're all Western. I don't yeah, have exactly. that many Western. You know, I use it in Deadlands. They could use it in, you know, any kind of uh, tabletop Western game, you know, right. like a skirmish game or um, even role playing, you know, Deadlands role playing game is really, I think, why I got it. Because uh, I don't have anything that I. I could... mean, you could probably use them if um, not that you're going to have this issue for the constructs in Wild West Exodus because you have plenty. Yeah. But if you <laughs> didn't have a whole whole bunch of them like you do, you could you could proxy them in as some of the constructs because really they're yeah. they're kind of zombies anyway. So a lot it would of them just have bigger like that, right? Yeah, and it would just have a different aesthetic. So yeah, yeah. a little bit a little bit more of just a cowboy aesthetic. So it might be kind of cool. Um, I will probably use them in, are you ready? Okay. I hope you're listening, Alder. Twisted. I will probably use them in Twisted. Uh, that was the bell for Mac <laughs> mentioning Twisted and how long we've been on. Uh, but that's probably what I'm going to do because I like playing my games of Twisted everywhere. Just, not just in London's East End. Well, yeah, that was uh, something that we kind of messed around with, right? You, We were coming up with... Um, character what, profiles, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, our, what were they? Not the urban legends. Um, no, that's that's what the the uh, tall tales. Tall tales. That's what yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a few of them painted. I don't have them all painted. I've got Pecos Bill painted, um, John Henry, and that might be the only ones that I have painted. Oh, the first one I would have done was Babe the Blue Ox. That was my favorite one. Oh no, no, that is the other one I have done. I've got okay. Babe the Blue Ox done too. That that's right. Was- I knew I had another one done. That was fun. That was a fun one to kind of come up with and uh, yeah. see it kind of come out of Hero Forge. You know, that's where we yeah. went to kind of help get a vision for like these characters. And yeah, um, I'd like to actually revisit those on Hero Forge because it seems like Hero Forge is constantly doing uh, like updates to what yeah. you can add to your characters and miniatures, which is kind of neat that they do. Yeah, because if you have that Babe the Blue Ox one saved, we need to up the size of it a little bit. Make him bigger. He needs to be bigger. Bigger than Paul? Oh, yeah. Of course he needs to be bigger. Oh, yeah. That's the other one I have painted. I've got Paul Bunyan painted, too. <laughs> you got a lot I, of I them can't, painted. I can't, rem- I can't believe I didn't remember that one because I had to do his plaid shirt. And that's oh. I think I think that's the third model I've painted with plaid. I've done lots of kilts uh, with the tartan pattern. Yeah. 
but i don't know uh, it's pl- too bad they don't have a paint like in the old cartoons that they just do the roller and when yeah, they roll it, it yeah, out it exactly out it just comes out exactly how you need it yes that's what i need i need that plaid roller paint companies figure that out that's right <laughs> come on reaper or pro acryl somebody i don't care i'll buy all your paints heck yeah heck yeah it'd probably be apple barrel that figured it out first plaid that's probably <laughs> plaid it, yeah come on you wanted to be plaid paint who would figure it out Plaid. That's true. That is true. They they got that. That's who's they already got it. the name, right? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's their secret. They're just waiting. <laughs> They're just waiting to drop the plaid paint. So it's been a while since we've actually talked record wise. I mean, we do the, the shorts and stuff, but we don't get the banter as much on there. Any new finds game wise that uh, I mean, I got some coming up later that I'm going to talk about, but any new ones for you? Um, yeah, Forbidden Psalm. I, I, okay. I grabbed that one. And then, oh gosh, what was the name of that other one? I am trying to remember. So anyway, I picked up Forbidden Psalm. I don't even remember exactly why I did. I just kind of stumbled across. Got a cool cover. That's probably yeah, why. Yeah, it's got a really cool cover. So I just kind of stumbled across it. I was like, oh, let me check this out. Because it's a little A4 rule book. Mm-hmm. So there's not much to it. Um and I was like, okay, well, let me just check this out. And so I did, and it worked out pretty well. I haven't gone all the way through it. I got the book in pretty quickly. Uh, the other thing is five parsecs from home. We've mentioned that a yeah. couple of times. So I've been I've been enjoying that a good bit. I've you got only that gotten pretty uh, quick too, right? <laughs> yeah, boy, there's a story behind <laughs> that one, right? So I tried to order it from a company. Um, I would say who it was just to keep people away from it, but I can't remember the name. At the top, off the top of my head, but uh, I still haven't heard anything from. Wow, them. And it's wow. been like a, something like a month. Did they say it was out of stock or just it's? They just said it like, was pre-order. Okay, but it's not pre-order. I got so long story short. For those of you that haven't heard, is that took forever. Found it on Amazon, got it three days later. So anyway, on to the positive part of it. I got my first campaign turned done in five parsecs. Halfway through my second one, I just have to play the battle right now. And then I can finish my second campaign turn. So that one's a lot of fun. I think that's about the only two real new ones I've put out there. Besides what we're going to talk about shortly. Except that, uh, what was the name of that other game? I'll be doggone if I can remember. We were talking about it the other day, uh, Pandyman Games. What was the name of that? It was a first responders game. So oh, it was really. Hold on. Threat I level. probably got a window open. Still. Threat level. I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's it. Threat level. Yeah, threat level. That's what it was. And it was uh, It was about first responders. A window open still. I got yeah. like 30 windows open in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it was called. And we're going to eventually chat with the designer of the game. Uh, he touched base with us. We're going to eventually chat with him. But it was, it was a neat concept. We yeah. briefly read through some of the rules. I think conceptually is what kind of made it neat. Because yeah. I've never seen one like that. Yeah, I probably need to throw some extra stuff in there, like terrorists or zombies, oh, or yeah. you know. Oh man, can yeah. you imagine that in zombies? <laughs> Heck yeah! yeah. That, that's uh, that is that my thing or our thing is like yeah. every a zombie makes every game better. Just throw yeah, zombies. Absolutely, up. if you just drop zombies in it, at least <laughs> it, it the very least it ups the tension level. Oh yeah, definitely. Or, or should we say it ups the stress level? There we go. That's ah, a did good you like segue. That? That's a good segue. A good so why segue. don't you go ahead and run with that segue then? All right. So we're going to go ahead and go into a Phantom Dice segment here right now. So after that brilliant segue, Mac. That was pretty good. Stress. Pretty good. <laughs> stress. What are we going to talk about tonight? Now, this is something that I've seen for a while um and totally new to me and yeah and now did you come across the link that uh like jim did or how did you find it we're actually let's introduce what we're talking about (laughs) getting ahead of ourselves so we're gonna talk about mothership the sci-fi horror rpg game by tuesday night games yes Um, you guys want are interested if you've heard of it uh or haven't heard of it you can find it at shoptuesdaynightgames.com products mothership. Now, how did you hear about this? Actually, you mentioned it that something about you grabbing the PDF. Yeah. And you mentioned it. I think it you what you said was 
It's a space <laughs> horror RPG, kind of like Event Horizon. Once you said Event Horizon, I was hooked because yeah. I know that maybe wasn't the best movie in the world for a lot of people, but concept, I love that. I loved the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love Sam Neill uh, and, and Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Yeah. And I thought it was a really good movie. And what's I, neat, I, I liked it. I, I, so I, this game mothership, I've known about it for a while. It's an indie. Uh, it's like they print it in a little pamphlet, like the little zine format almost. And although uh, nobody I, can see it, I am holding it up for everyone you know, it's to not like see a, just a, it's it all black and white. It's like a black and white. It's kind of gritty artwork yeah. in it. Yep. Um, and it, it's, I mean, it's a rules light, you know, pick up and play type of RPG that has, you know, rules set up that you can just jump in and go. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of super rules light. Yeah. Um, it's high stakes too. Like you said, it's kind of has that tension built yes. into it. And it, like you said, event horizon, uh, a lot of people compare it to aliens or uh, even dead space. You know, that's that sci-fi horror. Yeah. That, Cause um, dead space was the second one. When you said event horizon and then dead space. And I said to myself, I must have that game. I must have it. As a matter of fact, uh, this was, you didn't know this. And actually I, I wasn't a hundred percent sure of this either, but we may be our, my RPG group that meets on Friday nights. We may be making characters for this, this Friday, because we're kind of at a crucial point in our regular game and we're going to be missing two of our players. Oh yeah. So, so you kind of want to do so, something that's uh, yeah. like a, I'll take a little break, maybe yeah, a little, a little one, one shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. Do and do an adventure and, and try it out and, and see what everybody thinks. It's not like I don't have a bunch of other games, but we can, we can bang out characters in 30 minutes tops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because, just because there'll be so many people making them and we're all figuring it out. So we we'll probably bang it out 30 minutes yeah. with everybody done and printed and ready to go. So now what we like to do when we do kind of our game features, whether we're doing a spotlight or, uh, and our phantom dice, you know, before we would give you guys a quick overview type of thing. Now, since we're changing up the show format a little bit, we can spend a little bit more time on this and <laughs> we tell you a little bit about the game. But I think we dive into we gave you a little bit. What do we like about the game so far that looking into it? Oh, well, I mean, it was the easy one for me and it's the stress and panic. Yeah, because what that reminds me of is for anyone out there that has played Endure the Stars, which is basically your dungeon crawl uh, like it's any any dungeon crawl but it's sci-fi but it has that panic and insanity element to it and that's realistic to me it's not yeah. your guys aren't like these super you know hero type right. fantasy characters that can just oh i shrug that off type of right thing. It's, oh it's only a dragon yeah yeah exactly so well so one of the probably my favorite thing i liked about it so you can be a Marine, a scientist, a teamster, or an Android. Okay. Real basic choices. Yeah. No problem. And of course you can fluff that out however you want. But my favorite part about the stress and the panic is that if you have your group and let's just say for this example, that you have one of each of them and you're in some sort of fight with bad guys, monsters, whatever it is. And the Marine is the one who fails his panic test. <laughs> now everybody on your team has to make a panic test. Cause they're like, Whoa, the Marine failed his panic test. We're really in trouble. We got to run. So I thought that I thought that was a neat little element that if the Marine fails, everybody's in trouble because yeah, he's supposed to fight and yeah. the scientist isn't. And it, it, so. it, it kind of makes it's like, a, you know, when you play RPGs in the beginning, it's always like, OK, how do these characters fit together? Well, that kind of reinforces that they're supposed to be together. They're supposed to be a crew, right. a team. And that, yeah, if, if you have your Marine basically getting so stressed out that he's freaking out, yep, <laughs> that's not good. That could that's be some bad not, things happening. Not a good thing at all. What, one of the other things, well, what did, what was your, what was your main thing that you liked? Cause I got well, another I, thing I really I think liked. That was a big part of it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, one of my, I didn't mean to steal that from probably you. good for the capper on this. So, um, I mean, that was the really neat thing I, I liked about it. Uh, the simple rules for jumping in is neat. Uh, 
one of the things for the rules is they got a, a cheat sheet, you know, a simple cheat sheet with all yep. the rules that you need to play. It's not super like pages and pages and pages of rules. I mean, the book is only, oh, it's like 40 some pages long. Yeah. It's and, not well, long. and the oh. nice thing about the cheat sheet is it's actually the back page of yeah. the printed book. Yeah. So it's easy to access. I, I think the book is fairly well organized too. So you don't have to hunt for stuff uh, yeah. if, if you had a question about it. Um, what else? What else do we like about this? Well, one of the other things I liked is, and and the fact that they were able to include this in such a small and rules-like book is they have these two D100 charts that you use during character creation. Yeah, One of them is a trinket. You can use it anytime. Uh, oh, you can also use the, the chart anytime you search a body, but this is something that your person comes with. And then the other thing is a patch that's sewn onto your clothing. Yeah, you because know, you're supposed to be like a spacer, aliens, you know, picture aliens or the dude from Dead Space or even yeah. the in- Event Horizon crew. But some of the stuff is just it's hilarious. And and it's really doesn't serve any real and true purpose. Uh, my favorite trinket is the survival manual, how to eat soup with a knife. <laughs> like, that's what your character has, how to eat soup with a knife. Um, oh, and, man, and your, then, marine, your marine guy needs right, that one. <laughs> exactly. And then and then the patches uh, are just a, a bunch of just a bunch of different things, you know, nuclear symbols, uh, cowboy up with crossed revolvers, uh, NASA logo. Uh, one size fits all grenade. You just just a bunch of, just a bunch of different random stuff to kind of give your character a little bit of fluff like personality. Yeah, yeah. a and, little bit. And that they put that in this little tiny book. I, I just think yeah. is neat. It, it's it adds a little bit of flavor to it. Small equipment list. Like you said, the book is really kind of intuitive. And even if it wasn't intuitive, even if it was totally mixed up and in the wrong order, mm-hmm. the book is so small, it would still be in the right order. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> you know what I mean? You couldn't you couldn't go too over the top and have something too far away. And I, I, I think one of the things I, I do like, too, when we're talking about the rules and the setup and stuff of like this, I think that when we say it's lo- rules light, that that it's not a bad thing in the sense that there's not, not very much meat there. But it's open enough that you can do what you want, really. Exactly. Um, and I, I, I kind of like that. Now, one of the things I wanted to go back to was that a lot of, a lot of people are comparing this to. You think of what this is kind of given a nod to is given a nod to aliens. Now, right. there is a newer RPG out there, an alien set. But what I like is that you know you play aliens, and it's kind of the same thing. But aliens, you're kind of locked into that IP world. Sure. Whereas this world being a little lighter on the rules and the, you know, giving you an open world to do what you want. If you want space vampires, space yeah. zombies, you could do whatever you want. It doesn't. Or have if to you be want those alien. aliens, yeah. Or if you, or hey, how about this? Just put them all in there. <laughs> right. Well, exactly, and and that's that's the beauty of it, and. I suppose you don't have to play it as sci-fi horror. You could just play it as a sci-fi space game. But it was the horror thing that was just really appealing to me because I like to tell a horror story. Mm -hmm. I used to love running World of Darkness games by White Wolf. It didn't matter if it was. I didn't really care for Wraith and Changeling, but Vampire and Werewolf, man, all day long with the scary stories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So to incorporate that into a really cool sci-fi game, and it uses D10s, uh, which is nice too. So uh, kind of reminds me, not in complexity level, but just with the D10s, reminds me of Rollmaster. Okay, but definitely not in complexity level. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, but to to bring that horror story in and then using the D10s, yeah, there's a downside to just using D10s. We all know we love our dice. So yeah, when yeah. you when you don't get to use your whole giant collection, sometimes you're sad and you just sit there and roll your D20 on the table because you know you're not going to use it in the game. Well, I think a, a big thing about when it comes to rolling dice uh, as a GM or game master is when you're running 
somebody through a game. Uh, sometimes I think just rolling dice to, for the sake of rolling dice kind of sometimes can be, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what I'm trying to say. It's just like, okay, that's, it seems like I'm just rolling dice, roll dice. And right. a, a storyteller has to pick those, those moments of when a pivotal point in the story would be to make, right. you know, somebody roll dice that could be like, Oh, this could go either way type of thing. Right. And, versus versus just letting the character do what they're going to do yeah. because, because they came up with this brilliant idea yeah, yeah. that, that you were like, wow. Okay. That was some great role playing that you did that. Okay. What do you want me to roll? Oh, don't worry about it. You succeeded kind of yeah, that. And thing. I or, this... or you, or you let them roll and you just go, Good job, no matter what they rolled. And I think this system really supports that kind of play um, where it, it pushes that story forward to a pivotal point where it's like, OK, I'm going to make a roll dice to see if you get sucked out the airlock or right. if if you make it, you know, to when the door is closing or something. So, right. you know? uh, so I think that's kind of neat about the system in this. And I one of the things that the the game also talks about is that you're not just fighting against whatever your preferred alien is, whether it's Doctor Who aliens or alien aliens or Predator or something cheesy from Star Trek or something from Star Wars, whatever it is, <laughs> is because you're also fighting in the cold blackness of space. Yeah. So that little tiny space suit. And I, I think so in my mind, based on the artwork, when I think sci-fi, I tend to think a little bit more advanced sci-fi, mm -hmm. you know, more Star Wars, Star trek -y, less um, NASA. And the imagery within the book, I think, kind of gives you a more NASA kind of space crew feel than something super duper over the top high tech. Okay. Not yeah, that so. you can't. Not that you can't play it either way, but in that sort of NASA esque, they're kind of out vein. there on what right. duct tape and bubble gum, right? Exactly. It's way more dangerous being out in space <laughs> than it is, you know, when your guy he gets sucked out of the airlock and Mister Scott's on the transporter, so he beams you back in before you even <laughs> get anything except a minor case of frostbite on your toes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I, I, I've seen some people i've read read about what they uh have done and this is kind of a nod to alien uh that they've had a traitor um in the mist so i mean it's got a lot of that deep stuff that you could have right. somebody in there that's maybe working for the corporation to get whatever back um so it, it's kind of like that's when you think dirty. about all the sci-fi out there all the different bits and pieces that you can take as a gm and put in an adventure for players and they right. won't know what's coming. I, right. It could be any, could be Cylons showing up to, you know, yes. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So I think, I think this is a neat game and what it's been around for a while and they actually have two other supplement books that you can, you guys can get to uh, play this game, whether you want to play on spaceship or maybe it's on a colony. Um, one of them's called Dead Planet, and then yes. they have another one called Pound of Flesh. I mean, do those not sound like horror titles? Um, Heck yeah. <laughs> and supposedly they got, um, I think when I downloaded the PDF, um, I got a message from the company. And I guess they're saying kind of keep an eye open that they are, I think, doing a box set. Now, I don't know if that's going to be a Kickstarter or maybe it's just going to be something they release mass market, you know, just here it is. Here's a box set of everything. And I think they're in the middle of creating a new supplement right now that I think they want to put in that box set. So nice. That is something to look out for. If you guys want, you know, to dive in right away, go ahead, dive in, check it out. Um, and I, I'm waiting for this box set. You know, I want to get a everything, you know me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I picked, everything. I picked up the, um, paper copy but i, I think i'm going to get the the box set as well because it's not it's not expensive what was the book like 15 bucks if it was even that much um i know the so, pdfs are under 10 yeah so um 
they're getting ready to launch that Kickstarter for the box it is a set. Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah, it is. But I don't know. I'm going to click get notified. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I was going there to see if they had anything up about it yet. Um, doesn't look like they do. Hey guys, this is Eric over in the editing bay. And since recording this episode and us talking about the Mothership Core Box, Tuesday Night Games has released some more info on their box set that's coming out. Uh, just so you guys know, it is going to be on Kickstarter November 2nd with a MSRP looking to be about $59. And they also have... If you back at this level or higher in the first 48 hours, you guys will receive a free limited edition launch crew patch. To be notified when this thing goes live on Kickstarter, you guys can head over to survivesolvesave.com. And I think it's just as simple as just entering your email address and they will send you a notification when Tuesday Night Games puts the Mothership Core box set up on there so check it out guys let's get on to the rest of the chat but it, it's it, it wasn't expensive so if you want to just check out the initial player survival guide it's i mean really having a second copy of the book wouldn't be that big of a deal if you wanted to go ahead and get the box set too mm -hmm. just because it's like for, for a cheap book, and we all know that we like to have a second copy of a rule book around. Well, yeah, you can give it to your buddy to convince them to play with you, right? Yeah, or at the <laughs> at the very at the very least, just so you have an extra one when you sit down to make characters or you have an extra reference yeah. book, whatever it is. So yeah, it was 15 bucks. Okay. Um, and then the the supplements are eight bucks a piece. That's but not I bad for a supplement. And uh, well, that's that's for the PDF copy. If you want a physical copy, it's also fifteen dollars. Okay. Okay. Um, but I I really like it's uh I think it's the pound of flesh that's the space station one, or okay. is it the new one? Uh, yeah, no, it's pound of flesh. That's the uh, that's the backwater black market space station. So okay. that's the one. That's the one I want to get because that just seems so cool to set that up, and it's got uh just stuff in there for generating your own space station. That, that's just, that's just cool to me. And I could even yeah. see using that particular element from that book in five parsecs from home. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, just incorporating and building a space station for you to explore that you built out of your pound of flesh book. That's my two cents or $3, however much you want. $15 for the book. Well, definitely. Uh, if this sounds interesting, you guys go check it out. It's, I mean, we just talked about, you can get everything for less than what a regular D and D book cost, uh, was about like just over 30 bucks. If you want all the paper copies, uh, right. it can't beat that to have all that content to basically <laughs> scare the pants out of your players. Right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, Man, I wish I I wish I knew about how much the box was going to be, but I don't know that that has that has come out yet. But I, yeah. I definitely want to check that out, and I'm sure they'll have more new content in there too to make make it worth. Oh, yeah. like, you know, players that already have all this stuff. You know, why do I want this? Well, we're giving you this exclusive newer right stuff. So. Right, a little little bit of extra something something in there. Heck yeah. But uh, I'm I'm excited to to see that come out. Like I said, we haven't played it yet, but we'll give it a shot. And I think let's see the the actual rule book. If you just want to check it out and not get the paper copy on Drive Through RPG, the suggested price is seven dollars, but it's a pay what you want PDF. Mm. So you know, I think that might be where I first came across or i probably heard about it on a podcast or something and i was like oh what's this and so. now they're the the supplements are not pay what you want which that may to me that seems uh smart on their part you know suck you in mm -hmm. with the uh with the game itself and then and then you want to buy the supplements. So anyway, that's where that is. And you can get that one for free if you want. But like with all independent games, it's seven bucks. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Th- throw the seven bucks at them and then we can get more supplements. That's right. <laughs> All right, moving on to some news, Mac. We have, I have a bunch of stuff. I, I told I you earlier that. that I was going to dig some stuff out. And, and you were not lying. Some of this stuff I've posted on our Facebook page. Um, I think I may have put it in our Discord if you guys want to join that Discord, ding, 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 uh, and join in the conversation and projects that we're working on there. But some of these news, okay, so I got to do the first one because it's big news <laughs> for me, man. <laughs> New Wild West Exodus two-player starter coming and, soon. And we talked about that the day before they yes, made the announcement. We, we were talking about that. And on top of a new player set is it's going to be a new addition to the rules. So I don't know how much they're tweaking yet. People that I've talked to are tight-lipped. <laughs> they won't tell me. But we... For a while, they've needed a two-player starter. And what's cool is I think almost every model in this new set is a new sculpt. So we're getting um, Union, led by Tesla, and it's not his big mech suit. It's him looking like Iron Man. And then the other side is the Enlightened. So so, no, no, we're getting Eiffel, a new Eiffel. We only have legendary of those two characters. So yep. now we're getting like a basic, you know, not, I don't want to say weaker, but less, you know, heroic. If yeah, you well, want to call I it. I saw the announcement and the Tesla looks pretty cool. It looks I pretty really cool. like the way the Tesla looks. And then uh, something, I mean, he's getting Tesla bots. Those things have been teased so long ago. Um, so I think that's going to come up for pre-order towards the end of the month, end of October, as we're recording this right now. Uh, so keep an eye open for pre-orders for that. Uh, so I'm kind of excited about that one. Yeah. Now um, all you got to do is actually play the game and maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, <laughs> I, maybe I can suck you back into it with, uh, I'm not, I'm still playing first edition. Still playing, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to get back in playing, but now it's like, okay. Uh, do I wait for new rules or keep playing? Ah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, that's the nice thing about these games is you play whatever rules that's edition right. you like. I mean, there's like at D and D, there's still people playing. You know, first, first edition, second edition. Yep, and no doubt, man. Seventies. So there's still guys playing. There's uh, Facebook groups out there for Rogue Trader. Some guys are still playing yep. Rogue Trader instead of the new 40k stuff. That's right. That's right. So other news, uh, going back to RPGs, independent RPGs. I was kind of excited about this one. I'm, I'm a little exci- I'm, I'm going to get okay. this one, even if I never put it on the table. So Biff Bam Kapow by Spectrum Games. It's basically a supers RPG from the view of a 1960s certain TV show that we kind of most of us know and love. Uh, it's only PDF right now that you can get at drivethroughrpg.com. But I think the hardcover is coming also later in October. I think Cynthia Miller over there, that's the, the designer of AKA this AKA Urban Manhunt. Urban Manhunt, that's right. And I guess there's some shades of Urban Manhunt in this game. Oh, Pertaining dang. to cards and stuff like that. Uh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that I'm going to get the, the uh, Biff Bam Kapow book. And I'm going to make a Biff Bam Kapow hunter for urban manhunt <laughs> that would be that's what i'm gonna do that would that's be it so that's cool what i'm to gonna kinda do. do that that cross yeah blending but, thing but like we that. but we all know it's not going to happen until an actual book comes out because i'm not even gonna look at the pdf oh, <laughs> i'll man, scroll I, through i'll scroll through it but i'll be like yeah there's I, words. Uh, so i got it already and i looked through it and the artwork and just the style of it is so that that 60s oh, yeah. campy I mean, oh, that's yeah. what the whole point of this game is. It's like the campiness of uh, the old Batman is yep. what we're talking about. And and I scrolled through the book, too, and I felt I felt exactly the same way. Uh, what was oh, gosh, I, I wish I could remember one of the bad guys is the um, the stapler, the stapler. Yeah, yeah. So it has these. <laughs> and the, the explanation that Cynthia says, when you think about these low budget TV shows, they didn't have the budget to come up with these grandiose 
super villain. So they're like, well, we got we got this here. So let's yeah. do this character. No Thanos. How about the stapler? <laughs> yes, that's perfect. And so, and I like that they have their thugs too. You know, their thugs and their right. I don't want to say uniform, but they're all matching in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I might maybe I need to make the stapler as a hunter. Is that going to be his, his chosen weapon? It's a maybe. Stapler? The red maybe, stapler? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's, it's just my, my stapler. Please get my, <laughs> my stapler. That's my stapler. I need my stapler back. Oh, my um. God. That would be funny. I That would be really good. So, yeah, that's an independent RPG game that's out right now. You guys can check this one out. Um I've been reading through it, and it just it seemed really cool. I, yeah. I know some of the mechanics are... Cynthia took from some of uh, Spectrum's other stuff that they had and kind of tweaked it to fit into this style of a game. Uh, yeah, and interestingly, if you like that style of game, campy sort of thing, uh, there are a couple of other titles that Spectrum has as well that kind of uh, really speak to that campy 60s genre yeah. of television shows. Um, in fact, there's one of the games for the life of me. I can't remember the name of it. I'll I'll get it before we're done. But it, it's totally, it's an RPG, but it's retro ray gun. Mm, okay. So it, it's it's just like retro ray gun. For those that don't know, that one's by Hydra Miniatures, and it's a super cool, really light your skirmish space, game. right? Pulp, yeah, it's pulp space. Okay. Okay. So then. I got some more news. Uh, we have a Kickstarter by a friend of the show, Jim, the tabletop engineer, and this is Delver two Kickstarter. This is actually live right now as we're recording. This is October 5th. I think it has about 10 more days. So when you guys are hearing this, it might be about five more days left. And basically Jim is putting up a resource for random rolling referee for use in the old school essentials RPG uh, by uh, was it necrotic gnome and basically OSE is it, it's old school D and D it's the, the right. D and D from the eighties where there's lots of random charts that, you know, even the, the GM doesn't know what's going to happen when you come across some encounter and stuff. And it's right. just, it, it, it's, I, I want to say it's, simplified in the deepness of rules right it's still that adventure you know that a lot of us grew up knowing and um jim's kickstarter is going to the 15th of october uh and get this he's planning on delivering in november so he's basically basically the, the the it's a magazine it's a um oh god what how many pages does he have i think he has like 40 some pages uh, depending on stretch goals that he hits, right? Uh, it's already funded and he actually has the document already done. So he basically waits for it to end for Kickstarter to get the money to him. So he can press the print button. He gets it from the printer and then he can send it out right away. And his right. plan is to do this like every other month type of thing with this kind of quick turnaround. It's almost like a every other month magazine service. Um, and it, it, it's kind of cool. It's basically, it ranges from $7 up to $20 for two books with the $20, uh, the $7, the PDF, but with the $20, you get, uh, you know, your 40 some page book, uh, a guild reference book and, and the PDF with that. And it basically has like charts, tables, and, uh, it has an adventure in it. And I think it's got going to have some articles in there for like the, the GMs uh, for running adventures and stuff like that. So uh, he's been getting deep into this one. And I know there's a lot of uh, grognards out there that uh, this system has gotten really huge and popular lately that the company that prints these books, they can't even keep them in stock. So the, the main books are kind of hard to get a hold of. Sometimes they keep running out of stock. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a, you're, he's doing this kind of like a throwback to the old zines of the eighties that when you wanted that supplement material for dungeons and dragons, right. There was a lot of community homebrewed stuff. And that's kind of what this is. So, uh, if you guys are interested in that game, 
and would like to support a supporter of us, go check out that Kickstarter. Like I said, it's going till October 15th with like a basically a month turnaround time. I mean, what Kickstarter can say that? Usually what? I Yeah, right. We were just talking. I got my car war stuff and it's been like almost yeah, two going years. on two years. So, all right. So, hey, I got that spectrum name. It's called okay. Retro Star. Retro Star. Okay. Retro Star. And I love the description of it. It says science fiction, fiction dealing principally with the impact of actual or imagined science on society or individuals or having a scientific factor as an essential orienting component. Now add disco. This is Retro Star. <laughs> now add disco. <laughs> so right away, I'm thinking the, the Buck Rogers from the 70s. Right. Right. Well, unfortunately, there's no print on demand for it. And that's kind of a bummer because no, I'm, I'm not yeah. a PDF guy. But there's there's lots of other titles to cartoon action hour. Yeah. Uh, slash yeah, flick. So, yeah, there's there's definitely several options out there. If you if you wanted to check out just to explore some stuff, most of them, if you are a book person, are not print on demand. So well, if that's, it, it do kind of like what you've done in the past. You, you take it to Staples, print it out. Yeah. Spiral bound. And then you got like a hard copy of it. Yeah. Yeah, and you can definitely do that. Sometimes, though, that does not work out because what ends up happening is uh, it, it won't be formatted mm. for printing. And that's that's kind of a bummer when, yeah. when that happens. But I don't know if these ones are or not. Maybe that's a, a question we could shoot at Cynthia is if they're laid out for that, because I wouldn't mind. I think it would be neat to have a copy of uh, Retro Star. I'll be honest with you, what it kind of reminds me of, and it's I'm probably completely off base. It's just the impression it gives me is paranoia. Okay, I remember the, that. The yeah. old RPG paranoia, where yeah. it was just pure silly stupidity. Well, just add, just add disco, right? <laughs> there's a uh, fantasy apocalypse one in there that I've been eyeing for a long time now that i'm thinking oh right. i could run i can make my own thundar the barbarian there with. you go Ariel and i know that's what's not heck yeah i want i want to be in a fantasy world where it's like there's a rusted car there that's and right. i use it as a shield heck techno dude. science techno, techno science. science fantasy that's it that's it all right so even though we're not doing a old classic flashbacks key music Oh yeah. This one's this <laughs> one's got me, man. This one's got me right here. Old classic flashback I have something related to our old classic flashback game segment that we usually do. So in place of that, what we're talking about is I heard about this a while and I know I've posted this. I'm already signed up for this, Mac. So oh, are you? Yes. So Restoration Games announced a little while ago that they are doing a Kickstarter, a reboot for one of our favorites that we've featured in old classic flashback games, Thunder Road. Oh, so yeah. they are giving this a refresher. It's going to be called Thunder Road Vendetta. And this goes live October 12th. So a couple more days from right yep. now. And it looks like they have a couple expansions they're going to do. Uh, I, I've zoomed in on these suckers trying to get hints, but it looks like semis. There looks like there, there's going to be some Dukes of Hazard stunt type of things going on. And it looks like they have probably like an upgrade for your drivers or your vehicles or something like that. So the cool thing is if you sign up uh, before launch to be notified of the Kickstarter, you will get a free keychain if you back it. Come on. Oh, I want a keychain that says right? Thunder Road. Heck yeah. Come on now. Come on, and Thunder Road Vendetta, no less. All you guys have to do, and if you haven't seen it on Facebook, they've been advertising it a lot. Uh, just go to restorationgames.com, Thunder Road Vendetta, and you can click on the links there and go and sign up. They'll notify you when the thing goes live. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that because it's like, before they announce this, I'm I'm starting to think of Coastal Con. What is a cool event to run at Coastal Con? I'm like, oh, let's do some of our flashback games. Ooh. Well, we don't have a Thunder Road original no. from the 80s anymore. And I've been hunting this game to find this game complete and in good shape is going to cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, um, I've found some that were beat up, you know, played by the 80s kids and they're missing bust. stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like us. And us. it's, it's kind of, it's a hard thing to find. Um, yeah. So I was excited when they announced this and let me tell you, I've got some of restoration game stuff like, uh, Oh, do you, uh, was it fireball Island? Right. It, they did a fantastic update for that. And they, I don't know if it's out in the public yet, but they redid dark tower, which if any oh, of you I, remember, yeah, I remember that. that. They redid that one. It's called Return to Dark Tower. And oh my gosh, that looks good. I I watched that that Kickstarter about a year ago and I was just like, oh man, oh man, this looks so good. But I just did not pull the trigger on this one. Uh, so they do a real top notch, right? Uh, you know, in their games, like quality. Um, the, the pieces are really top notch. So I'm excited to see this one because it from what I've seen, some of the pictures. It looks very reminiscent of the original. Uh, I they always tend to amp it up a little bit for the gamer, right. so it's not going to be your classic '80s roll roll and move type of board game, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, so, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I I'm, I may have to. I may, <laughs> I may have to jump on that one. <laughs> Look at me infected you with Kickstarter. Yeah, you know that, but you know that one. That one resonates though, man, because I I remember getting that game. I remember having it, and I I think this is a game that is a good family game in the sense that you play yeah. with this your kids. Are you kidding sure. me? Kids would love this kind of game, uh, and to go along with this is another one we featured in the flashback games. This one. I don't know a date on, but I did hear them announce this, that they got the rights to this. Restoration is going to be doing an, uh, uh, a reboot of crossbows and catapults. That's pretty cool, too. So it's like, holy cow, what are they doing? man? <laughs> they're, they're rebooting our childhood, man. That's exactly what they're doing. Because You know why they're doing that? Because they know now we're all grown up and we can afford the game. <laughs> you know what? And that's true. And especially when they go to Kickstarter, like the, the Fireball Island one. Oh, my gosh. They had expand like two or three expansions on there that weren't original. You know, they're kind of thematic type of stuff. Right. And then they had all these like extra cards and and oh, here's this thing and this thing. And it's it, it, it's crazy what possibilities you can get uh in kickstarter just based on the support you know it's like if if the backers want it and they're like well we're getting the money for it why not why why make why not make the game deeper so that's kind of why i'm excited about thunder road to see what they do with that because i've seen what they've done with other games so uh and crossbows and catapults maybe they'll solve the issue of the rubber band that rots after a a year or two to send you, know? you an extra pack of rubber bands <laughs> it's an easy solution it's an easy we just didn't know it when we were kids that it was an easy solution well both of these games what's kind of interesting thinking about what can they do is scenarios it's not just a oh let's just get to this point and see who survives type of thing you right. know or like crossbows capital it's not about oh let's just knock down the other guy's castle what kind of scenarios can they have you know, sure. with something like that. I mean, the restoration games is a legitimate, you know, hobby board gaming company that all their stuff is geared towards that type of board game. So, right. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited about to see what they do with these games yeah. and take them. So, well, that's fantastic. Can't that's we? just fantastic. I think my wallet's already sweating, right? There's <laughs> a little flame <laughs> shooting out the sides of it, man. Golly. And you know what? I actually have maybe. to say this right now to our listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> because maybe maybe this is why we stopped recording the live stuff or the get, not live stuff. We get Too messages of what are you guys doing? Right. <laughs> what was that one message we got from someone? I think it was Spaz who said, I would support you guys on Patreon, but you make me spend too much money on games. That's yeah. okay. And I, I, I think it was, um, who was it that said that uh, my wallet said that I can't be friends with you no more? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Probably everyone at some yeah, point said it. Yeah. They just may not have messaged it to us. But anyway. But I think that's going to be about it for today for yeah. our new format here, Mac. Um, I think the last thing to do is to plug our shorts live stream, right? 
That's right. Shorts live streams now move to Thursdays at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. That's a different time for all of you people not in the Eastern Time Zone. I'm not going to figure it out for you. You go ahead and do it. Alder and all of our friends in Australia, they're in the the future. So (laughs) they're in the future. They have to listen to it before we do it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, that's that's our other thing where we kind of get a little more topical. Uh, sometimes that's the show we do our little spotlight games where we'll spend 30 minutes talking about a game and, yep. you know, hooking you guys on something new, just like what we always do ourselves. So absolutely. And don't forget, we are closing in on me uh, locking down the venue for Coastal Con 2022. So barring any catastrophic things happening, that is going down and I am excited for it. And the only catastrophic thing would be if I somehow can't pull it off and I don't see that happening. So plan on coming. Also, don't forget, you guys can listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all of those other wonderful and amazing awesome places that let you listen to podcasts that you can download apps for. But we like it if you go over to Podbean and follow us. But remember one thing, the biggest thing you can do to help us out, like, share, subscribe, do it everywhere. Hit that there bell you go. icon. Hit that bell icon on YouTube. <laughs> Hit that follow button on Podbean, the follow button on Twitch. Just if it says follow, like, or subscribe, yes. smash it. There's, yeah, smash them all. There's a lot of terms for yeah, becoming just, just a, a follower. Smash everything. Just smash everything that we have. <laughs> but go check us out on YouTube as well. You can do that. Uh, we post our live stream go posts over there automatically. Those, Like we said, those will be moving to Thursday nights. And we also put up some unboxings, some interesting kind of battle reports that we're working on getting a little bit more streamlined. Yes, and I did. I did testing this weekend with my oh. fancy dancy camera. And, oh, outstanding. And, outstanding. And, and my little audio recorder. So we'll see. I got to review go. it yet. And, and we did, and Eric did a little uh, wireless microphone research for us to have good sound for when we do those, but go check out the YouTube channel. And like we, like we said earlier, check us out on discord. Our discord channel is Lots of fun. Lots of people posting pictures over there. The guys that play guys and gals that play tons of different games. So mm-hmm. you're, the pictures that are going up there are just about any game you can imagine. So it's a lot of fun and it's pretty diverse over there. So go over and check out the Indie Invasion uh, Discord channel and you can find links to all of that stuff over on the Coastal Con website, which is at coastaltechs.com. So somehow we ended up with a cowboy-ish um, domain name, but there it is, coastaltext.com. You can go over there. You can listen to the podcast right there. Links to the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, uh, the Coastal Con Facebook group, the Discord channel, everything. Yep, everything. And although this may not be the most important one, this is my favorite one. Check us out on Redbubble. Indie Invasion merch is over on Redbubble. You can get t-shirts, hats, socks, Shower curtains, clocks, whatever you it's, need. It's getting cold, right, Mac? We need some hoodies. It, we definitely need some Indian Invasion hoodies. I will have an Indian Invasion hoodie on at Coastal Con if it's cold. But this is South Carolina, way down in the very bottom, and I may not have an Indian Invasion hoodie on because I do may not have, need one. Do, you think by then maybe they'll have some goose feather lined coat parkas for me? I don't know. I don't know. But but they, we may need to see about getting some India indie invasion flip-flops. Because... Oh man. <laughs> but go check out the red bubble. You can also check us out on Patreon. We post some content over there, not a whole bunch of stuff because we don't do anything exclusive. Uh there's right. nothing exclusive over there. If you would like to support us, great. We appreciate that. But if you want to just go check out the stuff we have over there, you sure can. We do actually have, I'm gonna plug these because we haven't mentioned them in a while. We have some custom-made cards for Rain in Hell, if you've checked that out yet, by Snarling yeah. Badger Games. One of the friends of the show, Seth, he created some real cool cards for every one of the profiles in the game. And uh, you can print those right out, have them handy, so you have cards for your cabal. And that's one of the that's the cool kind of stuff we have over on Patreon. You can go over and check that out. But... That, my friends, is all we have for you. 
Remember, we're switching the live stream to Thursday nights. And until we see you again, my friends, prepare yourself for the invasion. Cue music. Leisure, sir. At my leisure. Okay. Leisure. Should we go and sing in our song? Bam, 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 bam. Oh, I thought we were doing a seal intro. <laughs> are we? Just, well, what are we going to try to get the rights to what's happening now for our opening song? <laughs> Come on, Raj. Uh, Come on, Raj. I haven't watched that in so long. All right, I'll jump into. It. I'll intro. I suppose I could stop that okay but hold on i'm gonna i found the podcast mansion because then the, when we have the podcast mansion you we found can, it or oh, she yeah. found it oh no i found it okay I, I know I spend, she looks too i spend way more time on zillow than she does <laughs> all right here it comes no oh, you're sending it to my phone that's right yes i am and there it is i didn't look at the the podcast mansion yet holy cow look at that view here we go let me do the chat man we can just have races around that driveway Uh (laughs) uh-huh all right there you go tricycles i sent you the link for that ebay